And we're back with another exciting episode of Laughter the Club. Joining us tonight, out in Los Angeles, we have myself, Pow, Jeanette, and Jeff. And out in God's Country, Virginia, we have Ed Bob. How's it going, guys? Salute, Goochland. I think the business side of all of this is very fascinating. And I think Stephen A being able to provide some context on today's South Beach sessions about, you know, at one point in time, he was let go from ESPN in 2009. Nobody wanted to hire him. And, you know, he had to rebrand himself essentially. But I mean, you know, he had, I think he, I believe he said he was making around, what, close to a million a year when he was let go initially. So to think about making that much money and then nobody wants to hire you for that much, you I'm, I'm sure you're living a certain kind of lifestyle or you've become accustomed to, and maybe that's made, you know, that can make you a little safe. So it was interesting to hear him talk about, you know, how he wanted to be, you know, hungry. He sounded motivated, driven to, to rebrand himself. And he, you know, he, I liked how he equated it to sometimes in his childhood, very well-spoken, um, and the thing is, like, you know, when it comes to everybody have there's, you know, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, Dan had just posted about um, a lot of people calling him all these things. And he said that the, the only thing, you know, I take umbrage with is that he's he's not jealous. Um, And I think it's I like the way Dan, you know, poses these questions. He does it in a way where, yeah, it's a little dig, but, you know, he's being playful at the same time. And it's just like it's a you don't get the show moment when all these people are taking, you know, all these, you know, taking offense to all of this. But Dan's Dan's point wasn't essentially like, oh, you ruined television as much as it was like there's so many people who aren't the credible journalists that you are trying to do what you do. And for that, like it's just become a lot of shouting on television where they're not even really bringing on journalists anymore. They're bringing on people to kind of just for debate culture. And it's just not, you know, maybe as successful, but, but that's why like when it comes to skip and when it comes to Stephen a people still tune into those shows primarily the majority of the time, because these guys were once credible journalists. So they, you know, it lends itself to that. They also, I, I, the, the thing is, a lot of people base their own opinions on what on their opinions. And the, the thing that we see nowadays is people are lazier about those things. Mm-hmm. So they will just be like, yeah, whatever had the most clicks, that's what I agree with. Or that's what, oh, this is what everybody is um this is what the popular thing is. I'm going to get on board with this. And sometimes just talking to make the point and, and have a great dismount and have all this cadence and all this strong words and this showmanship on television, that can lead you into trouble because you're not giving uh, sometimes subjects require Require nuance and a deeper understanding, and you'll land in as we've seen that happen with Stephen A. with Shohei Otani, and you know to a 
you know, a sillier extent, the Rihanna, you know, not being Beyonce thing. And then other times where it, it's, um, where it's subject matter that should not be B block, let's score some points. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's step back and, and not have that, you know, let's not, like I was telling the story about Ray Rice and also Buddy going up against the, the Aisha Curry statement that he make and, you know, misogynist and all that stuff. And it is true. It is. Um, and, and also for those audiences, which are primarily male, there is an incentive for them to feel like those things that they feel and they can't say because society um will reprimand them to hear it on tv and it's like oh shit that got by espn okay cool mm-hmm. like, and then it's like then the next day you have to come and issue out the apology it's like oh man espn got to Stephen a i guess we i didn't know that we couldn't hit women or allude to hitting women or whatever the fuck yeah something stupid like that yeah I mean, it's just, it's, it's insane. But I think it also in, in, because, you know, Stephen A has told Dan before that, in, that his um, decision to create these companies and these projects outside of Stephen A was from when Dan was doing it with, in ESPN and seeing the flexibility and also obviously the, the money that comes with that being an independent person, because if he ever decides to leave, he walks away with all of his, all of his intellectual property, and he doesn't have to get into, you know, a legal battle or whatever with ESPN. Or it's like they can continue using his his projects, and he doesn't get something from it. And I think when Dan hears that from a peer, it probably hits him as like how is this you know rinky-dink thing that i do where we have a stunt dan that was a table at super bowl radio row how am i an influence on on a stephen a it must blow his mind and he's just like i don't believe it you know like he he won't he 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 won't take that as a compliment he'll probably you know knowing dan he'll be like flustered and embarrassed by it Hi guys. Hey Jeff. Yeah, and I, you know, and if he is able to leave ESPN, then he could talk about you know asshole eating some more. No, that was not it. Oh. <laughs> oh, but you know how they were talking about like the Michael Jordan movie, and Jordan wasn't there, but what they were like, oh, who would play who in in the Lebertard movie? Well, isn't it Danny that would be like the figure of Dan? Mm. Like if if it's just like a, a like a a back shot or like a profile shot or Dan in the shadows, it would be Danny. I I have a contention there because we've I've been sharing this with the chat um, since like I think I want to say two weeks ago. Chris Morales from ESPN LA mm. is a strong, and you know that guy just was always trying to get in some. He's always just in in the background somewhere in some shot or something. He's annoying, so you know he's gonna try to, you know. If anybody's gonna play Dan Lebatard, it's gonna be Chris Morales. Like that's not me saying that. That's Chris Morales saying that from his pers- Chris Morales's perspective. <laughs> I I like Chris, but he does look like Dan quite a bit. Yes, it's a lot. 
Like it's it's just you know the guy pickleball uh, event. It's like is this Dan's pickleball event? When did Dan is Dan in L.A. with Mike Ryan now? Like what's going the, on here? The guy the guy from the Sandlot would play Chris, right? Yes. Guy from the Sandlot is absolutely playing Chris. I'm trying to think who else maybe could Ooh, slot in um, there. I want uh, Benjamin Bratt. He could either be Mike Ryan or Mike Ryan's dad. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Who's Billy? Who plays? Who plays Billy? That's um, what I'm trying to think too. Because Andy uh, Garcia. He's too old. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy. younger. We like so we don't know any the young Andy Garcia. We don't. Oh yeah, Brain CGI. Wilson. C CGI. Let's let's oh, bring no, he, in. Brain the, Wilson's too old now. The Irishman. Um, I was gonna say the opposite of the Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Hmm. It has to be a Latin guy. Or a Jewish guy playing a Latin guy. Oh, okay. Salute out Israel. <laughs> oh, uh, well, Jeremy mm -hmm. is both Cuban and Jewish. So <laughs> Jeremy play... will play Billy? Yeah. But then who plays Jeremy? <sighs> Justin Timberlake. Oh. oh, that's not bad. No, 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 no. Jeremy's brother plays Mike Ryan in the George era, in the Ooh. Hawkman era of the Levitard show. Uh, we go flashback. Mike, no. Jeremy's <laughs> brother can only, can only play, he can, he, he can only be cast as an 80s porn star. I'm sorry. <laughs> if Jeremy was an 80s porn star, no, no. Jeremy's cast his brother. Jeremy's brother could maybe play a young Mark Hawkman. Okay. Nope. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Or a young Greg Cody. No, that has Ooh. to be. Can we uh, throw? What, no, we would throw Mike Cody in to play young Greg Cody. No. Who's Mike Cody? Brother. Is it Michael Cody, Chris's brother? Chris's brother. Yeah, but I'm like, who's who's Mike? Nepotism. We're still feeding nepotism here in this case. Speaking of what hard worker, you know. Well, I guess this isn't exactly on topic, but um, I was watching the ladies NCAA tournament earlier. What the fuck was Kim Mulkey wearing? It's called fashion. Yeah, Jeff, look it up in a book. Why it don't was, you? Oh, it was not good. I didn't like it one bit. Well, like I think the game's been changed. So Quite no, frankly. no, no. So so Kim Mulkey, despite all of her very bad traits as a human being, which mm -hmm. have been enumerated by many, many people. Um, she, she, she is a, she has a keen fashion sense. She's been doing this for the longest. She will wear out, she will wear Louboutin heels with the bright red soles. Cause you know, it's like stomping on her opponent's blood. She will feed on their entrails. And no doubt those feathers on her coat were probably like the plumage of some mascot from tournaments past that she, she scalped and took you know be before there was all this pc culture she probably had mm -hmm. like a freshman in a headlock and was plucking the stuffing off of that mascot so, and she, now she wears it with pride it's like don't fuck with kim she, she definitely just kind of looked like a like like a subtropical bird that may be in the parrot family but maybe not like something kind of along those lines kevin from up i did feel that if she got angry enough and flapped hard enough she she, she 
could have she'd take off. off. Yeah, she'd yeah. yeah. My I mean, sorry, so it's like one of those situations where birds get inside and they're like bumping around into things everywhere. But she, yeah, she'd get so angry there. that she'd, you know, mulky. Yeah, like, like when you see the roosters, like, flat, you know, making themselves big before they're like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I saw her and I was like, that is straight out of the Meredith Marks collection. She would wear that to a Real Housewives reunion. So salute Meredith. I'm glad no that you didn't is. die in that car crash. A couple weeks ago salute to you ma'am salute meredith marks yeah i thought the same thing i was like this i could see this being debuted at some runway in salt lake yeah i when when you said that i i you completely put me there you put me in the the scenario the setting you know i was like wow can, too bad their lake's just, about to dry up i was gonna say can you can i don't know if you guys have ever been to salt lake city but a runway in salt lake sounds like the most hurting thing i could think of like that that doesn't sound like a thing that one exists or if it does it shouldn't it's not a good <laughs> it's not a good place salt lake city it's not it's not fun um, it's not cool it's like playing football in wisconsin it's just like don't ooh, don't damn. go to don't go to utah no yeah, I, I would so for those of you that might have this anti utah especially salt lake city bias go back to uh, game theory leading up to the all-star game Bomani sent um uh what would you what are they called um correspondent a correspondent to salt lake city to see like what it you know like what's the deal is it like what people say it is and this correspondent got some some good information as far as some stuff it was really well done it was very funny so i would recommend that you guys go if you guys have hbo max go find mm -hmm. it it's a great show um I would like to make a brief correction. Um, there are places in Utah that I don't hate. Park City, not bad. Moab, pretty pretty cool, especially if you like mountain biking. But salt, it it it's like you go to France and everybody says the French are assholes, but no, it's just the Parisians are assholes. You get right outside of Paris, and they're they're pretty nice people. You just don't go to Salt Lake if you're going to Utah. It's just, it's not good. It's just bad. It's just bad. But why does Post Malone live there? Man, why does he do a lot of shit? I don't know. People, I mean, probably people don't bother him. Bother, stop it. You guys remember Postpone Student Loans? No. No. Oh, man, there were some great, like, puns and plays on his name back in back in the day on Twitter. Postponed with student loans is one of them. Ghost Malone. Toast Malone. Man, okay. Okay. Salt Lake City. So, so one of the, the things from Tuesday's show that kind of annoyed me is when they brought up the uh, the Greg Cody, Erling Cody uh, love affair from their FAU days. Couple fouls out on the prowl. Yes. So... The other layer to that, which um, I totally understand why Greg didn't bring it up and Chris, the same thing. Doesn't, don't they still vacation with Erlene's ex-boyfriend from that time? This has been brought up before on the Greg Cody show and like on their conversations. Hmm. Remember, because was... this was also our thing of like, 
like that could have been when we thought it was Ray Romano or like whatever, but we <laughs> learned that they vacation with this with her ex or something. So in that scale, that means that Greg did the far worse cheating because they're not going on vacation with his ex. Hard didn't, to say. He, didn't he say that he was the one that was far in the wrong? Like he did say he was the worst of the two. He said he was the worst of the two. So he did it. I think but I think I think, I think really that. what this is all leading to is that oh, I don't want to reckless 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 speculation sounder. That was easy for me to say. Um time to get reckless. But does I mean maybe Greg and Arlene are just swingers? going on these vacations you know chris why don't you and your brother go off to the pool for a while sort of situation i don't know it's pretty reckless why can't i say that word reckless (laughs) hey bob hello what up with you you know just living life chill i dropped a cocktail a few minutes uh, ago okay. and it shattered all over the ground it was stupid classic Jeff I was Actually, also it's a, a mid move I was also going to uh, petition with this short notice for um, all of the Cody's to attend the um, the elite eight now that FAU they pulled off that great victory yesterday against that school that I watched it but I forget who they beat who was it they beat Tennessee Tennessee, Tennessee they beat yeah. the Vols yeah the volunteers so it's like they should all show up and like be right there but I think if they made it this far without the Cody's them showing up would probably jinx them so just stay home mm-hmm. well dude Miami just won. That means both men and women are this in is, the elite eight. This Mike is, is like, going to be. Did, fucking did the women win today? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. They're going to be. They, Mike they is all... going to be fucking intolerable on Monday. No, if, and they you... they dominated their games, so yeah. it was not like a clock from behind. No, they type they, of thing. they, no, they, they dominated. Oh, but yeah. if you have two teams in the elite eight, do you really have any? Hmm. I well, mean, no, no. But I it's would not, say it's that not two have... teams in the elite eight. It's two teams in the elite eights. See, it's two different elite eights. So it's like you know, it's it's. But it's two out of so it would be two out of sixteen, which is really just one out of eight. So yeah, you do. <laughs> Answer your question. Yeah, because you have two, but you really have one. Mm-hmm. And so this is like two. So mm-hmm. far, this has been the most jinx-proof sporting event. Because they've had the Princeton coach, they've had the FAU, they had Laraniega, they had Destiny Harden. Um, the only jinx. They haven't that, cursed them, yeah. Yeah, the only jinx is off the looking glass because they totally screwed Stanford. And I don't know what happened with Caitlin Clark. They had her on, so. Iowa just won, speaking of. Oh, okay then. Sorry, Kate, for, sorry for you and your Buffalo's loss. Yeah, she uh, uh, Clark was has been wearing those Bruce Lee Kobe's. Oh, those are like those have to be top five Kobe's. Honestly, they're up there. I would I would, I would say top five Kobe's list, but that's a tough one. I have I have one, you know, always ready, if we need it. 
are the last two going to be like 24 and 8? I don't know about you guys. Top five list, a triggering phrase for me as a show fan. Not yeah. a fan of top oh, five yeah, lists? Yeah, always does something. It's just like, oh. I'd like it. I don't I like think it. we need a top five Kobe list from you guys, honestly. Not talk, yeah, we're talking about, I'm talking about his shoes. I'm talking about sneaks. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't need that. I'd rather have a top five Kobe's. It's like actual people. But I don't need a top five Kobe's as a Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones. Oh, Kobe Jones. Oh, that. Kobe Carl. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm going with Kobe Beef. Kobe Bryant, oh, okay. Seattle Seahawks. Okay. That's my boy. That boy is a baller. Is that all the? I think that's all the. Kobe's. I think that yeah. I think that's all we. Not a lot of Kobe's out there. But you know Probably what? The best. Jeanette and I were Look on what the I same. got in the mail. I got this in the mail today. Oh, we oh. were just talking. We we opened up the pod with him. Oh, in the interview. Great. Straight Smith's book. You got the. Uh, you got a. Are you excited? Uh, have you read? Have you cracked it open at all? Love that new no. book smell. I just you know yeah I, I took a whiff you know I got some whiffs I ain't read anything yet. You know, I just got it today, same day delivery, but good smell. You know, smells fresh, you know. Love that. Real good. Do you like the smell of an old book? If it's not yeah. musty. Yeah, you go yeah. to like a bookstore and they got some older books, mm-hmm. but it's it can be hit or miss. It can so, be kind of meh or it can be kind of uh kind of put you in a mood if it's the right sort of smell. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that that papel you know, when it just hits. That that genetically gave me the weirdest. I didn't mean a sexual mood. I just meant like a, you know, I need to dive into this old book and explore what this is about because it's got some history to it. No, just me. All right, Attention. I have to pee. I'll be right back. Mm. Oh, oh. Well, I kind no, of. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. Because I was here. like, uh, no, we'll talk about it when when you get back. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Tony's horse story. We'll save it for when Jeff comes back. Okay, so, so, um, since we were kind of t- speaking about the business earlier, let's talk some business decisions that have happened. We, we touched on it a little bit on PPG, but not too much. Um, and I guess we can kind of loop it in here with, you know, what just had with the news that just broke yesterday. But Samson and Pablo, you know, coming on over to the Lark. Top of the lark to you. Um, interesting signing. Samson's interesting, and I think we're gonna see the podcast probably with uh, with Skipper grow and the, maybe become more of a regular thing now that he's there, which is interesting. But I I do agree a little bit with Ariel that um, you know sometimes when they have those segments that he he can kind of jump the gun a little bit on on old uh, Skipper when he hasn't been as successful as Skipper when it comes to the business of sports. I don't know. How, how do you feel about Samson coming on? And I, I know you're probably thrilled like the rest of us that Pablo's here. Here's the thing. Well, very. The thing with that announcement is I don't know how much of when Dan says we brought him in for his business acumen, how much of that is like, accurate or they just like his opinions on business because he cuts through the bullshit you know so it's like it's you have to read between the lines and while i understand that 
Dan can find certain people interesting and wants to give them a platform because no one else is doing what they do. It may not necessarily be something that you're like, oh, I'm going to sub- subscribe to that. You know, I I listened to Nothing Personal for like a long time. And yes, there are times where David will kind of give you like when like when player suspensions and things like that happen, he does a good job of breaking it down and how the league looks at those types of things and other times it's like he just will not take off the executive hat and look at anything from a fan consumer perspective and i think that's where as much as he may have a good head for business that's why his business didn't succeed yeah that's an excellent point that that you know Mm -hmm. But that's easy for me to say. I don't run shit. I don't make my own money. So I don't know. And and maybe to a point too, if I had my own business, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck what you people want. It's it's donuts. You like donuts or you don't like them. Mm-hmm. But maybe if it. but maybe if there were free donuts and people complained, then I would probably have to reconsider. I don't know. Oh, are we talking about a mystery crit, I assume? Nah, we're talking about the additions of Samson and Pablo and Witty leaving and how we feel about all that stuff. Man, I'm bummed about Witty leaving. I love Witty. Get Mitty out of here, man. Like, like, salute to him and all his future endeavors. But, like, man, he, he, nobody even knew he was the EP, okay? That's how bad it was. We knew, he, we knew he, he was the EP. Okay. You're right. We do. I knew. I wanted to disrespect him. But, uh, man, like, I just love how fucking weird he is. Like, I love weird people, and he is so fucking weird. They're all weird. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but he's just this unique brand of weird that's going to be missing now. No, here's the thing, though. What he was weird about, he was proud of it until mm-hmm. they told him it was weird. And he had secondhand shame because mm-hmm. all these people are telling you, you know, you're a mur- yeah, like using your <laughs> stove alarm instead of a regular alarm, I just, trying I just, to uh... be trying to be, you know, an English dude when you're Latin, totally weird. Hey, also, he has a Welsh uh, last name. Also, like Mike Schur, for as great as you are at like the observations, leaving controversy off of that list, that should be like another like. That's a controversy. I died. I died laughing though at Mike. You should be suspended again and then again and again and again and again. And no original audio for him ever. That's his penance. And don't ever mention it. Edit that shit out of the podcast. That's triggering. Shut the fuck up with that every day. That's a that's a skip for me. As long as I hear it, and I love hearing Poppy, but then it's like, oh, I gotta hear this one with like his little snarky comment, whatever. Salute Tony Gwynn, though, the greatest Salute. San Aztecs. Diego State basketball player ever. Tony Gwynn, down goes down goes the tide. Yeah, I mean, he did uh he did lead him all time in assists, although probably not the best player ever. They did have Kawhi. Um, mm. where's Kawhi's assist? Put put Kawhi's assist in a box. Put Tony Gwynn's assist in a box. Who has more assists? And more importantly, how, I, I mean, is hit Kawhi a run in the majors? Hit, Kawhi. Kawhi's never going to hit 400 mm. in the season. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did Tony Gwynn ever do that? I doubt it. But 
Um, be the ire of Greg Maddox's eye. Kawhi close. could never. Doesn't even um, matter. Roll so time. Over. When I was walking away, I heard you bring up Tony's horse story. Mm. <laughs> Caballo. El Diablo. Let me tell you, man. I have never felt closer to Tony. I fucking hate horses. I don't trust those motherfuckers. They might bite you. They might kick you. They might, you know, flip you, flip you up. It's like an athletic cow that I don't make burgers out of. Like, I just, I don't want a horse. I want, give me an ATV if I'm going to do anything that I need a horse to do. I like having a throttle and brakes. And, you know, ATV smells better. It doesn't shit. Uh, just fuck out of here with horses. I don't need that shit. Won't throw you into mangroves. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've ridden some horses. I've done some horsing. Mm. And, you know, I just, not for me. Hurts your ass. You gotta sit with your legs all wide and shit, like your uh, Stephen A. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, a gynecologist, but I'm just guessing. I don't know. Um, it's just like, let you me know. tell you about. No, uh, what would? You... Let me tell you about well, giving your, birth, your feet, Jessica. Your, your feet are in stirrups. <laughs> Different right? kind, it... bro. Different kind. It's still called stirrups. Um, <laughs> no, just fuck <laughs> off. It's like, it's like with. It, it, my gynecologist just better not be nicknamed El Diablo. <laughs> no, just fuck out of here with horses and cats. Those two. Like I don't El Caballo, the gynecologist, would be something. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh shit. I love Hola. Soy Doctor El Caballo. <laughs> El Diablo, fool. No, Kabaya is funnier. I was glued to that story for as Wait, was that a horse joke? (laughs) Get it? Glue horses. It's made out of horses. (laughs) All right, carry on. Keep it together. No, I was glued to the story that was with him feeling everything and then i'm like well clearly nothing bad happened because tony is still with us so what's the worst that could happen and the worst that happened is the horse ate garbage and then when he delivered that like it started eating garbage i just started laughing and then and then i felt but i'm like should i be laughing at this story and bob i think this, this well this is definitely before <clears throat> you were jumping on pods with us but did you ever happen to catch the Mikey C interview we did back in the day? <laughs> no. He he tells a story. You think I listened uh, to this beforehand? Dude, he tells us tells a story about a donkey that just committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And like he, he it was his donkey. He was on like some sort of track. And the donkey just went over a cliff, and that was the end of the story. It was so fucked up. Oh, I was God, that was uh, funny. New, uh, potential new EP. What if it's Maze? Oh my gosh, Maze would be great. I, I it could be Pablo. It'd be well, kind of weird for it to be Pablo though, because he hadn't really like. I mean, he fit. He'll fit in naturally to begin with, but because he kind of knows the crew already, but he hasn't been around, you know. Yeah, we um, brought that up on on PPG that, and that's Beep's first choice, but. He mentioned it in his Substack, 
But yeah. then when he said executive producer, I'm like, to an extent, I'm like, aren't they all executive producers? But then there's like, whoever's at the top of the org chart. So, so to me, when he put that in his Substack, I'm like, that's kind of like a meaningless title because I thought they were all executive producers. Maybe Are within they- their within their own projects, mm-hmm. but also like within the show itself. Well, I, I think Witty kind of was given the authority to yell at everybody. Is the vibe that I got? It was like try was to so keep kind. everybody on, try to keep everybody on schedule and whatnot. Well, I think it's almost kind of like a title of like head producer, right? So like like yeah, yeah. you were saying, Jeanette, like their own title. So like Billy's the executive producer of God Bless Football and Stupidity, but on this he's just like you know he doesn't have the executive part; it's just producer and then. No, no, she yeah. she she understands. I know, I know. I'm two sorry. words. She's just what yeah. The that's why I, I was like, you you could like being an executive producer as part of like the Dan Lebetard show. It's kind of like, what the fuck does that shit even mean? Because it's mm. like everybody has that. Well, now that they're actually doing production meetings, maybe it means more. If you have seventeen executive producers, you don't have one. That's why they don't have enough microphones or tables to go places. Oh. Yeah. Look at it, guys. Matt finally put the Lakers gear I bought for Remy when we went to the game. Riv. Salute, pal. Remy? Yeah, they named him Remy. <laughs> my little nephew. That's a weird ass name. Dude, they wanted, my brother wanted to go R-E-M-I. And his wife's like, no. Well, what's up, Rem job? Uh, I, hate, I, hate, I hate that. Oh, here's one with him with his Lakers and his little pants on. He's so cute. Uncle Jiv. Uncle Jivy. It's fun. I like the I like I like Ooh. the idea of being an uncle and not a dad, you know? Yeah. You like swoop in for the fun bits. Cruise uncle. the fuck out for all the hard parts. Love saying here, you know, Uncle Pow. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Um, what else do we want to talk about today on on the pod, what were some of the lopics we had been discussing? We had discussed lopics. I we... want to know what Giselle, as a good witch, mm. what mm. things she was doing to enhance Tom as a quarterback because I need some of that shit in my life. She was getting him drugs. It's like, you know, how Peyton's wife was the one that was getting shipped HGH. Mm-hmm. Something like that, probably. Mm. I didn't even think about like putting two and two together that she was putting hexes on like the other teams, or putting like good like good curses or hexes on on Tom. Probably somehow tying his soul to the devil down the line. But wow, that... probably have to have a fiddle off. <laughs> Ooh. You think Brady challenges him to like a game of football and he's down like 50 points or something to the devil and he still comes back and wins? Not anymore. Yeah, he falls short. <laughs> what kind of receivers does he have in hell? Art Bryles is the coach. Aaron Hernandez. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's okay, a, maybe we should they got <laughs> Okay, with this them. got a little too real. <laughs> we gotta move on. Devo, save us! Devo, save us! Save us. Uh, what's up to you, Ed Bob? 
just I'm chilling. I'm here. Why are you asking me? What are you talking about? What is I was going asking on? if you had a fucking lopic. If I had a lopic, I would have said something. Jif. Fuck shit. Fine. Jesus. The Kobe poison darts. Those are number five. Uh, is it like a frog? Is the logo? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I like, think I know those. Ones. They had some crazy colors. I, I had a pair of those. Those are my favorites. Um, I'm gonna have to go the Bruce Lee Kobe's, the Grinch Kobe's, um, the Crazy Eights, which were Adidas. So those are some really classic shoes. And then I always was a big fan of the Kobe Sharks. I liked those. Kobe Wait, which were the Sharks? Do 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 Kobe Sharks? Do 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 Kobe Sharks? Do 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 Kobe Sharks? Pow shark do do no it doesn't fit the cadence. Um what what was the wait were the I think of other Lakers was number two the like the super boxy ones? You remember those Kobe's that were like yes no uh were like squares? I'm gonna actually say the number the the Kobe his first ones that he came out with because they re-released them and they called them the prototypes. They were like they were Adidas, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember, and they came with that like kind of matte gray almost yeah. vibe. Yeah, actually, no, that was, you're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. That was his um, Crazy 8 twos, the second yeah, shoot. Yeah. They, were, they were weird as fuck, man. They looked like the, um, the stupid ass Tesla truck. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to explode on his feet. They never did. Stupid ass things. We don't need airbags. We've just designed the safety into the frame. Did you guys fuck see off. that? Do you guys see that moldy car? That moldy yeah. Tesla? Yes. That was, that was so grimy. There was like mushrooms growing in that motherfucking thing. And he said, oh my he gosh. Just, the guy just left it sealed in a garage, like closed in a garage for a month while he was out of the country. And I guess he came they... back and the whole, like the, the, the seal, the like all the like rubber sealing and everything must have been shit on it or something. No, um, I, I was reading what like, Chris was saying in the in the comments, R.I.P. Waffle House, and he was saying that uh, like I guess Tesla's like Elon Musk said that they didn't need a, a specific kind of like filter, like a um, some kind of filtration system, and like the way that it combats that is the car has to be running to filter out like some of those things, uh, and since so it wasn't running for a month, for a month it that's what happens, and he and the guy was just like uh, Elon Musk like. I'm going to need you to contact me or something because, like, this is, like, Fuck. really not cool. Yeah, this is fucked up. My Tesla. It was brand new, too. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever ridden in a Tesla or driven one or anything. They're not particularly comfortable. They're not particularly nice inside. I don't know why so many wealthy people drive them. Hmm. Like, there's better electric alternatives it's just this they like the smell of their own farts i think as one does no that's fair beep beep is that my bessie and a tessie and bob knows that song oh yeah shout out to sweetie no clue what are, what are you holding Jeanette? oh you're what are you fanning yourself i thought you were gonna read something to us a little bit of a warm day here huh we're about to get some more showers though this week i'm pretty Bummed out about and they that got kid. to bike bike to work again today for the first time in fucking a month because the goddamn rain won't stop. And even when it's not raining, it's like 
Oh, there's a 50% chance this afternoon, so I can't fucking do it anyway. It's pissing me off. In the times. So, dude, it, fucking tornado in LA. It registered as an F1. It was yeah. actually on the scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the end of days. Anyway, what were you saying, Jeanette? Uh, should Destiny Harden ask the show for more NIL money? NIL compensation if, now? If they win. Oh. Ooh, what what if it's what? just what if they just make it to the final four? KFC sponsorship with an AL. Make it happen. Billy brokers the deal. Who would be the best people for like or let's not take it let's just like expand it professional, but even though like NIL technically only plays to call it applies to college. But who would be the best athletes that you could think of the most appropriate athletes for this show to sponsor cody zeller no rowdy telez from the milwaukee brewers he's that baseball player that looks like dan mm, i like that <laughs> uh i guess andre iguodala is already kind of sponsored huh no he's isn't he retired no he's playing no, with the he's, he's playing with he's the injured Warriors, right now so. i think mm. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, who would be? I should have had an answer before I asked this because yeah, you know, probably the person who asked the question. It should be like filibustering with their own answer. Oh, a- Andy Reid. I guess that counts as an. But athlete. is he too much of a winner? Because hmm. then it would have to be um. Philip Rivers. No, uh, the Cowboys coach. Ooh, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, mm. that's a good. That's a good shout. Mike McCarthy. Hmm. I went to law school with a guy named Mike McCarthy. No one cares. I know. It was, <laughs> That's Bob, because you use information, once, Jeff. For once, I will agree with you. That was like totally fucking pointless. I'm trying to, to think. Mike McCarthy. Athletes that can The one Jeff knows. I have a, a couple buddies that just know him as Pig Dick. I don't know mm-hmm. how that happened. Um... You were saying, Jeanette? Lack of preparation. <laughs> Athletes that connote lack of preparation. Oh, J.R. Smith. Justin Blackie. No, Wait, you can't J.R. Smith like J.R. is you're currently a college JR. athlete. You're not they can, exactly. they can do you're not NIL for like golf. That. NIL for golf. It's perfect. He's a great athlete, and he prepares. Uh, don't, don't do him like that. I mean... Uh, Johnny Manziel. I want to know what the NI if they have a metal arc NIL deal with Stu's daughter. Ooh, I, no, they you definitely they definitely don't because otherwise, like or the is, point or of an is LA, the, NIL deal to, to to talk about it? Or is the NIL deal like Stu botched it and it's like just him expensing his flights to her games? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> Um, wait, did Princeton play already? Oh, no, mm-hmm. they're playing right now. Oh, shit, Princeton's only down by two at half. I'm trying to think of, like, swimmers that always come last in their meets. Baby. <laughs> um. Ryan Lockie. Some pole vaulters. My, my buddy Dane that was, like, a top rower, but then got academically disqualified from three different colleges. 
He was Pac-12 fucking ro- rookie of the year at one point. Roy. And, um, yeah, and, and motherfucker just like booted out of UCLA, booted out of Cal, booted out of UCLA again. Like, well done, you idiot. Fight, fight, fight. A hat trick. Yep. <laughs> uh, I love him. Oh, uh, wonderful! Uh, tournament's getting a little, a little spicy now. No, man. you know, there were no number ones. Got the left. F- you got FAU. What we got? FAU and Princeton in the Elite Eight. That would be weird as fuck. Well, Princeton ha- it has to win to get to the. No, Elite I know. Eight. That's what I'm saying. They're only down by two at halftime. No, I'm sorry. They're down by four now, with one second left in the first half. But still, that's like within striking distance. It is, oh, that's totally distance. Yeah. Yeah, easily striking distance. So. Um, how do you guys pronounce the school that is spelled X A V I E R? Xavier. Yeah, I can't stand it when people say Xavier. God, I hate that shit. And people do it. A lot of people do it. I hate That's it. Exactly what I said. Like is the, that what you said? Like the X Men. Damn it, pal. Guy? Xavier. Yeah. Xavier. There's no. There's no E on the front, is there? hate that shit. This is like I was bitching about earlier with Uncharted and Uncharted. How do you say X, the letter X, without there being an E sound? <laughs> like, like, how do you pronounce the name X-O-C-H-I-T-L? Oh, it, it's, is this like the, the little kid thing when it's like they're learning... To pronounce xylophone and it's xylophone because they don't know. Oh, it is spelled that way, isn't it? Xylophone. Jeff thought xylophone spelled as D. No, I didn't. It's <laughs> not. What? What is the? Uh, I think z- it's. It, is it's... A, is a xylophone metal by definition? No. And what do you no, I was... believe it's classical as the genre. The bell the bells are <laughs> I was no, gonna say ska. dinosaur bone. It's ska. Um... <laughs> I just always think okay. of the Flintstones. <laughs> no, because like one of them is like made of wood and one of them's made of metal, right? And I can't remember okay, the different words percussion, for percussion, okay? The bells are metal and then the wooden ones, you got different types. You got the xylophone, you got the marimba. There's different types. Oh, okay? oh, 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 I used oh, to wait. be in the mix, all right? Glockenspiel. I think that's one. Get out of here. That's not that's you just talking. Man. No, Does that start with an X? You know, I'm gonna Google this shit. Hold on. I think that I think you mean Xspiel. Glockenspiel. I'm guessing how to spell this. You got the tr- this oh, is terrific for pod. or bells is a percussion bimbles. instrument of pitched you aluminum know. and steel bars. Or yeah, so a glockenspiel is like a uh whatever the fuck the other thing's called <laughs> xylophone. Maybe that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here glockenspiel versus xylophone. Let's see what it says. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no. The main difference between the glockenspiel slash metallophone. Metallophone. Whoa, hell yeah! Oh, 
Let's see. Xylophone uses wood. Where Glockenspiel uses metal. I literally. No, you said it used metal. I said the bells use metal and the xylophone and the marimba are wood. That's exactly what I just said. Run the tape back on him, pal. Come on, son. Don't do don't do me like this. Don't disrespect me in here. I'm just proud that Glockenspiel is a real thing. So it's Xavier. <laughs> Sounds like a sex move. Yes, it is Xavier. Uh all real. Right. <laughs> And that's gonna Xavier, do it for this episode. I hardly knew her. And that's gonna do it for this episode of Laughter the Club. Tonight we've had Pal, Jeanette, and Bob, and I'm Jeff. So, bye everybody, and remember, fuck horses. No, don't Whoa. fuck. Don't fuck hey, horses. Yo. Hey, yo. Oh God, Peter's gonna come after us. But. Oh, okay.